and welcome to Wake Up, Take a Minute with Andrea Holman. I hope you are ready to have a wonderful time today learning about my ministry and others who are encouraging you to grow and show love. In a world of noise, it's hard to know who to listen to and who to tune out. Thank you for your bold choice today listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute with me, your host, Andrea Holman. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to me and where you are at in the world. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and I appreciate you tuning in. Today is the second episode in my series of name-calling, and yes, we're talking about that big B word for our daughters. It's just a continuation of the episode we talked last week called Out of the Mouth of Moms, and what are we really saying to our daughters? Our daughters need so much more out of us than what we are giving them. We need to give them and show them unconditional love and pour into them the kind of words that help build their self-confidence in who they are, that builds respect for themselves and helps them understand that no matter what is going on in their life, that they can always come to us, their mom. Today's episode is called, I Know Your Reasons. And yes, (laughs) I do know your reasons. And no, it's not a laughing matter. It's absolutely something we need to get a handle on. But I have to say, no matter who I've met, it does happen. Moms talk about it. They say it. I hear them. I know it's happening. And I'm not here to judge. So let's discuss the reasons behind name calling, along with some ways to change the reasons and the response. Because believe me, I know your reasons. Let me tell you, I know all about lashing out. I went through an entire season of my life, and I talk about this in my book, I Quit the Family. I share scenarios on how I parented my kids, and not all of them are good. Whether it was from frustration, past pain that I hadn't dealt with, or just the fact that if I had to answer one more question after I had answered 75 questions in the last 10 minutes, I thought I was gonna lose my mind because mommy needed some quiet time. On top of that, There were moments, seasons in my life where I felt like I was giving and giving and giving everything I could, not just emotionally or mentally, spiritually, but I mean arranging play dates, involving them in sports, church, and other activities to help build their leadership skills and their self-esteem, which they completely do not appreciate at the time. So there I was running the wheels off my car to try to keep them active so they can be well-rounded, right? Because that's what all good moms do. Then for them to act as if it's not good enough. They want just one more thing. I just, I just want, I just want one more thing. I just want you to stop asking for one more thing. But do I get my way? No, that's not what happens. And that was the thing that frustrated me the most. And I know that had to deal with part of my parenting approach at that time as well. And I've dealt with some of those things since then. But it's very stressful. It adds up. It weighs on you and it pushes you down into this place where you feel you are lacking and you are not good enough. You're not doing enough and that you're failing. So what do you do when you're at that point that everything has weighed you down and you can't take one more thing? Name calling comes to the top of the list as well as lashing out in general. My son likes to remind me often of this story. When we were headed to church with him and his younger brother in the car, I decided as a special treat, I would take them to McDonald's and get them a happy meal. We go through the drive-thru, we get our food, I'm driving to church, and all of a sudden my youngest son goes crazy. He didn't get the right toy that he wanted for the happy meal. And moms, I know you've been there. I mean, life as we knew it was completely over. 
He was throwing a fit, kicking my seat, screaming, threw the toy to the front of the car, and I didn't even ask him if he wanted me to turn this car around. I turned the car around and drove straight home. I was screaming the entire time. I have no idea what I said. And I'm sure there were a few names associated with his behavior, like ungrateful brat and so on, in the heat of the moment. Let me just say here, I had yet to deal with my anxiety, fear, and anger issues that impacted the way I parented my children. I had a long road ahead of me to become the mom I am today and I'm still learning. Now back to the story. We get home and I take him inside the house and yell to my husband, he's all yours. Luke was like, what's wrong? And I said, there's no happy in the happy meal. That's what's wrong. And I turned around and walked out the door back to my car where my oldest son is still crying and screaming, telling me, please don't take him home. Please don't take him home. It was very traumatic and I still made him go to church. But at the end of the day, things calmed down. But believe me, in the moment, it was crazy. My issue was that I had labeled his frustration as him directly attacking me, rather than looking at it for exactly what it was. His frustration and anger in the moment that he just didn't get the right toy. But in my emotional place, I was under attack as a parent. I was too far into the frustration to recognize the right steps to take to change the situation and to keep me from lashing out. Hey y'all, this is Andrea Holman. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming music releases, speaking events, songwriting, or podcast that's happening now, please go on over to my website at andreaholman.com or you can visit my Facebook at Official Andrea Holman. There you can get all the latest and greatest. Let me share with you the story that isn't my worst parenting moment. <laughs> I promise you that. But it is at the very top of the list. You know when they say, who's your top five friends on your phone? Well, this is definitely in my top four worst parenting moment ever. I'll never forget when my son specifically, when he was standing in the kitchen and he says, I quit the family. I turn around immediately to respond. There was no pause. There was no brief moment of sanity or grace given in my response. I lashed out with every bit of intensity and frustration that he had. And when we were finished, the room was full of hot air and a completely unexpected gift. But God works in funny ways like that. He can take any moment that we have, good and bad, and turn them into a moment that can change your life. And that's exactly what that moment did. Even though it was a very hard moment, it changed the outcome of our family. I find that when we lose it as parents with our kids and we name call or lash out at them, the reason usually has more to do with us than them. Now, I'm not saying if they have done something wrong that clearly we don't discipline them and do the things that we feel are necessary to correct that behavior. I'm talking about this that happens in the heat of the moment, okay? It's either that we haven't dealt with our own frustrations, stress, exhaustion, all those things that happen to moms, or the things that we are carrying through life that we let define how we react to situations today that causes us the most harm in our relationships with our family, especially our daughters. So is that where you are today as a mom? If so, don't worry. That's the great thing about God. He has an unconditional love, even for us. And boy, as a mom, I needed it and I still need it. So okay, moms, you've had your moment. It happened. You feel horrible. Now you're left with how do you create the change to improve your responses. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to like my answer. <laughs> 
I mean, I can tell you all kinds of things to do that will work. You could sing a song, make them join, call it forced family fun time. They may hate it, but then again, they just might like it. And you have a new activity to do or practice a pause before you respond or take a moment to focus on your senses and list five things in your mind you can see, four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. And this allows time for your emotions to calm down because you're not focusing on them. This is something that my therapist shared and I use it with my daughter. It works very well. I could tell you to allow for a moment of grace and memorize a Bible verse, which is also a great idea, by the way, and say that Bible verse out loud so they know that you are giving them a moment of grace and they should be thankful. There are many things that I could tell you to do, but they all come down to this one thing. Are you ready? It's discipline. I told you you weren't going to like it. I'm all for discipline, but it's hard. I have such a hard time with discipline. I really do. And the reason why is because discipline takes work and it takes time and energy away from my already exhausted body and mind from doing the things I need to do every day. But it is required to improve yourself. Notice I said to improve yourself because I'm not talking about discipline with your kids. This is something completely different. I'm talking about discipline with yourself. Yes, discipline is important with your kids. You are supposed to do that in the proper way because as children grow up, they make decisions that are going to affect not just their lives, but yours as well. And you have to make sure they are prepared for those situations. But I'm talking about your discipline in your daily life. The patterns in which you set your daily routine up affects how you respond to everything else around you. This pattern creates the rhythm of your life. It can also help either create or relieve stress, anxiety, frustration from your day so that you do not have this pressure building on you, causing moments in your life that you can't take back. Here's a good Bible verse for you that I think really works well in this situation. It's Romans 12:2, and it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I find this really such a good fit for what I'm talking about right now because we're talking about patterns. He doesn't want us to conform to the patterns of this life, which would include things that overwhelm us or make us feel as though we don't measure up as a parent, like we are lacking abilities. He wants us to renew our mind and renew our mind in him in things that calm us and that set patterns that are positive and keeps our focus on him so that he can renew our mind every day. Remember that unconditional love I talked about earlier that God has for us? Boy, I needed it and I still need it. And don't think for a minute that God doesn't understand. After all, he has all of us, so he knows how difficult it is to be a parent. So what's my point to you? These moments are going to happen. It happens to all of us. We are not perfect parents. We weren't meant to be. God is the only perfect parent. All we are meant to do is to seek after God's guidance and how we raise our kids. To let them feel our love. To let them know they are cherished. To let them know about a God who loves them even more than we do and wants to have a relationship with them that grows throughout their lifetime. How we do that is by training ourselves, disciplining ourselves, and setting the patterns up for success by focusing on God. Our kids look to us for the example 
And when we are training our mind and renewing our mind in Him, that is where we can stay grounded. And it took me a really long time as a mom, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, to realize that. Even growing up and having a relationship with God my whole life, it took me a lifetime of plot twists and failures along the way to realize that. But I am so thankful for the gift in the moment that God gave me when my son tried to quit the family. And that gift changed my life. So mamas, when you look at these moments, please give yourself some grace. I'm so thankful for the gift God gave me in the kitchen that day with my son when he tried to quit the family, although at the time I didn't realize it. So take those moments and look to see if there is a gift that you may have missed that could completely change your life. And stay focused on him in the renewing of your mind, in the discipline and the patterns every day that you set in order to improve yourself and step away from name calling and lashing out. So you don't have to whisper in her ear one day, I know your reasons. Because everything you say and how you make her feel, she will carry with her for the rest of her life. So make it good. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and as always, be you. Because I'm taken. Hello, this is Andrea Holman. You're listening to Wake Up, Take a Minute podcast. I wanted to share with you my mission today. My mission is to help others be authentic and grow. To find their Wake Up, Take a Minute moment and step out into their purpose. Remember, be you. I'm taken. This episode is sponsored by In His Hands Promotions and Ministries, helping others share their gifts and God's message of love. You can contact them at info.inhishands at gmail.com.